Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara. Um, hey, hey. And Garrett Price. How's it going? It's going pretty swell. You know, got the Indians in the playoffs getting smoked by the Yankees right now. It's uh, That's a bummer. Uh, I got a presidential debate tonight. A lot going on here in Cleveland, Ohio. And of course, the Dynasty Nerds podcast, where we're talking week three NFL football, where, you know, after three weeks, uh, we're about 25% through the fantasy football season. Oh, that's heartbreaking. It is. It goes by quick. Um, But it's it's a great week to really start, like, evaluating your team, right? You're 0-3. Maybe it's time to blow it up. I've started. I've commenced blowing. Um, and it's, it's going okay so far, you know, to trade DeAndre Hopkins for some players, um, not finished yet. You know, it's gonna be a long blow, but it's, it, it's coming along, you know, it's coming along. And after week three though, it's like a great way. I mean, do you guys agree? Like this is like a great time of the year to like commence trading like weeks three yeah. through week six, where you usually get, yep. it's where you get the most value out of your trade. Do you get it's where you get to like slight overpace? Like yep. it, this is where you really hold somebody up against it. Like there's no off season to wait around for. It's like. Oh, I want this player. But okay, pay. Well, that's a slight overpay. Yeah, because you're going for a championship. Exactly. And I'm not going to win. <laughs> and, and you can get some people that are unrealistic in their expectations. You know right. what I mean? So you can actually hit the jackpot and get better better picks better out of picks. it. Better picks, yeah. All of a sudden, instead of that being the eighth pick, that's the fourth pick. Exactly. And yeah, that feels, that feels pretty good. So it, it's so funny this time of year, though, because we just came off of the end of draft season just a month ago. And it's the time of year where everybody's like super overpaying for picks. And all of a sudden it's like Dalvin cook for a first. Never. I want my first round pick. You can't have. And then now it's like, I'll give you four first for Dalvin cook. <laughs> yeah. And that's what it is. This is where you, this is where you want to capitalize in your dynasty leagues on draft picks in young players, guys that have not done anything. Guys like Michael Pittman, who just went on IR, Jalen Rager, who's on IR, Henry Ruggs, kind of a little slower. All these rookie wide receivers that we loved, Banged up, except for you know CD Lamb because you're not going to buy him. He's he's on a, he's, he's on played a trade so clause. Well. Yeah, he's stud muffin. Uh, Justin Jefferson looks fantastic. We'll I got him there. on the sheet, man. We'll, I got we'll, we'll just for you. <laughs> so, I have him and and Mike Williams back to back to like even you out. I know. I saw that. Yeah, that was really not cool of you. Ooh, we we have some players that we love. <laughs> maybe like Mike Williams going down a little bit. JJ or Sega Whiteside going gone. Hey, that's a, we'll all attend the funeral because. <laughs> deceased he gone uh, forever hey great ward to, hey, hey but you know ward. what he had to die so hakeem butler could live yeah <laughs> true story so. i guess so true story but before we get into all that a word from our sponsor that's right it's my bookie guys gals unless you've been living under a rock you know the nfl season's back and we have playoffs here the finals we're ready to roll and you could do awesome things at my bookie because winning season is back at my bookie i don't know about you guys but for me a game is 10 times better when i'm putting my money on it you know what i mean get a little action there get a little juice you know i hey i play dynasty i might be i might have a little inside information what inside information uh you know this guy gets 4.2 yards after contact how does that help you it doesn't but i got 50 bucks on it so, <laughs> so my bookie is a place where you can go in here and you can place your bets and not only that with the winning season you have a good opportunity to make even more money with all their action they got on here. And right now you can double your initial deposit with the promo code nerds. 
That's right. Double your initial deposit with the promo code NERDS. I know a lot of people that have already switched over to MyBookie, and they're telling me that they absolutely love it. Right now, they've got a $100,000 super contest for only $10 entry, and they're giving away $5,000 in cash prizes every four weeks. You'd be crazy not to invest your sports knowledge with that kind of potential return on your investment. $10 to win thousands? You guys should be signing up today. You can sign up at MyBookie. Just use the promo code NERDS and claim your 100% deposit match all the way up to $1,000. That means if you put $100 in, they'll give you another $100. It's an easy way to jumpstart your bankroll. NFL, NBA, and Major League Baseball, they've got it all on tap, and it's never too late to get started on your winning season exclusively at MyBookie with the promo code NERDS. So week three is in the books. We're about 25% of the way through the season. Next year, that's going to change because we're going to gain an extra week, a little bit more, hey uh, a little bit more action here. Week 17 championships. Hey, cray, cray. Hey, that's a little crazy, right? Yes. Can't wait. Can't. Hey, the way these people people are getting hurt, we'll be starting. We'll be starting backup <laughs> quarterbacks, backup running backs, so whoever's the most deaf. It'll um, be the backup bull. The backup bull. Exactly <laughs> Seventeen. Hey, it's a war of nutrition. It is. Week three injuries. Let's get at those real quick. Tariq Cohen out for ACL. Uh, another guy goes down with an ACL injury just after that contract extension. So at least he got paid. Yeah, happy for that. What do you guys think of David Montgomery right now? We saw that they moved the Nick Foles here, got away from Mitch Trubisky. Will David Montgomery now have the opportunity to be a running back two in your guys' eyes? Because you know when he came out of college, he was known that he had the pass catching chops to catch the football. Now no Tariq Cohen. This should be a huge boost to his pass catching ability, PPR points. Are we looking for a surge here for David Montgomery? Would you look at it as him? Is this a buying moment, a selling moment? I mean, personally, I mean, he's going to have some sort of uptick, I think. I mean, it was that was the role that, that Tariq Cohen was playing was the pass catching back, and there's no one else on the the roster, like you were saying. Ryan Nall is not going to be the guy that's going out of the backfield and, and, and catching passes. So you, you have to think naturally he's going to have some sort of uptick. I don't know that this is like a, a big – um, go out and run out and buy him because I still I th- I still think he's just a marginal player. Mm-hmm. But if you if you own him, I think you're going to see a slight uptick. And maybe if if the situation presents itself, you might be able to sell him for a little bit more than you could a week ago. He he's, he's already looked a little bit better this season than I think he did last year. Looks like he slimmed down a little bit. He's been a little more decisive. Not as much of that like jumping back and forth in the hole and you know not being decisive he's been a little bit better with that uh, and we've even seen him make a couple big plays here and there uh, still only you know a, a low-end RB2 at the moment so I think he bumps into that more like the mid RB2 range so I think that's kind of what you were saying there mm-hmm. Matt so I, I do think it is a, a good opportunity if you're able to buy him because of this at the same price you would have last week then I would do it but I'm not necessarily paying extra because Cohen's gone yeah, I'm only if we're talking draft pick capital. Like I'm only selling them for a first. That's the only way, that's the only way I'm going to sell them. So probably be you know as a contender, you're talking about mid to late first here at this point. Yep. Um, and, and honestly, like you're almost just better off holding on to Montgomery for the upside and see if Nick Foles can take this offense and actually get the chains sure. moving, and then you'd be utilizing the pass game. So bad news for Cohen, great news for Montgomery owners. Yep. Jordan Reed, he's out. Surprise! Took him three weeks to get hurt. You know, not yeah. concussion, no, not a concussion. Sprain, yeah, but six to eight weeks. So this is a, this is another one of those San Francisco 49ers that went down on this this turf in in the Giants and Jets Yikes. stadium, and this was a big one, man. Six to eight weeks. So they should fire Adam Gase and their turf. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Take your turf guy and go. <laughs> <laughs> Take Adam with you. Roll him up in this in the turf. 
Roll him up in there. See his little googly eyes sticking out of there. <laughs> oh my god! Bye, Adam. Oh. So he's out six to eight weeks. Dallas Goddard, another tight end out. He fractured his ankle, so they don't know how long he's going to be out. But it's probably going to be at least six weeks. I, I guess. I mean, it, it's not like it's like full on like broken, broken. But I mean, a fracture. It's a small. It's a small crack in there. It, it, it doesn't sound like he's going to need surgery, so they're just going to just let it heal. So say, just four weeks. As I say, it's open ended. It sounds like. Yeah. But, I mean, four weeks is pushing up against. It, I would imagine because a lot of the times when you break something, it, it you're in a cast for four weeks. Right. You know what I mean? Because that's that's how long it takes just to get the bone stabilized, and then you have to, you know, rehabilitate your ankle to the point where you can play NFL football. I, I would think he's out a little bit longer. I mean, so dude, I'm not a doctor. Four's best case, ten's worst case, probably. Yeah, I mean, depends on how it heals. Yeah. I mean, how mad is Zach Ertz? That he didn't get that contract extension. That he's taking out anybody that could possibly <laughs> catch a football there. Any pass he, catchers. Yeah. He Tanya Harding did, didn't he? <laughs> he did it. He did. Oh, my God. Carson Wentz obviously upset. He can't throw the ball to anybody but the other team. Probably. He oh, just, he's doing terrible. So, it just, I mean, well, who's left? It's Greg Ward. Greg Ward. Zach Ertz. I mean, I guess Miles Sanders will get an uptick, but even their offensive line has been taking some hits too. Yeah, Peters went down the other day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, their their guard was out. Like, DJ Sega Whiteside's been out. Well, that's just <laughs> apparently he actually. So this was the game that he was supposed to like start, and he only got twenty eight snaps because he was like hurt. Apparently, Ugh. either that or he just like is just sucking so bad that they scared of Zach Ertz is what it is. That's what it is. Don't throw me the ball. I want to live. (laughs) I look too much like a tight end. Did you see he's gotten two (laughs) targets on the year and one of them was one that Carson Wentz got picked off. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Perfect. Chris Carson. That's a way to earn more, more snaps and more targets. Chris Carson, MCL sprain. He's week to week. What a dirty, dirty for play. That is, I saw that as soon as it happened, man. And I was like, that guy's got to go. Like I'm going to walk. Like if he was next time I saw him laying on the ground, I'd walk right up to him and kick him right in the nuts as hard as I could. I missed missed it. Did he, did he get, so basically the the defensive lineman tackled him by the legs. Oh, you know what? I did see that. And he just kept on holding and just alligator rolled it. And dude, dirty, 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 no respect for that whatsoever. I hope he gets a cold sore. (laughs) <laughs> I do. Those things are you know, I, I know somebody that when they really, really hate someone, after they like boil the hot dogs, they'll freeze the water into ice cubes and then they'll like put it in people's drinks that they don't like. Oh, that's, that's cold blooded. Right? I don't hate anybody that much. Wow. Nasty. That, that is nasty. nasty. <laughs> What's wrong with your water? I know. I never get anything to drink over there. <laughs> foggy. <laughs> is it kosher? Might be. Russell Gage, he's got a concussion out there in Atlanta. Uh, he's week to week. So just, you know, Calvin Ridley's pace is going to keep on pacing. Pace is going to pace. Pace is going to pace. He's going well, to be a top three wide receiver, it looks like, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, there was a question last week whether or not he was passing uh, Julio as the man. I guess right now he's the man because he's he's the most nutritious. He's the most nutritious. It's a war it on is, nutrition. It's a war of nutrition, and he's definitely the most nutritious. Keep Zach Ertz out of that locker room. <laughs> Deshaun Jackson, he hurts his hamstring. He's questionable. Uh, again, he's on Philadelphia. He's he's next to We're Zachary. Not it's not a surprise at all. Nope. Uh, How probably, is Carson Wentz still the healthy one? That's what I want to know. <laughs> give, it t- give it time. He's next on the hit list. You'll be seeing Carson Wentz like Billy Madison putting that red lipstick all over his face. Listen to that music. Brian Edwards hurts his ankle. Um, he's expected to play this week. Michael G- Pittman Jr. Compartment syndrome out four to eight weeks. That's nasty. So explain that to me. It's just when the blood, like you get hit somewhere so hard and the blood like just sits in a certain spot and it, like, and then it does something where, uh, is it basically like a, a bruise or something like that? That just kind of, 
kind of, but you, it like, it causes your leg to like swell mm. really badly, but the, the blood can't go anywhere. Yes. So it's, it's really, I mean, there've been, there've been some that have been bad enough where they've needed to amputate people's legs because, because of it. So it, fortunately they found it quick enough that he w- it sounds like he will be able to play again this season. But I mean, if they hadn't realized it, it could have been really, really bad news for, for Michael Pittman Jr. Well, that sounds serious. It's a good thing that they, they caught it early and, and, you know, he's getting whatever treatment he needs. Yeah. Hey, Moke Alley Cox is now going to finish as a top six tight end. That's another team that's going through him. Campbell's gone. He's gone now. Jack Doyle's been banged up. Dude, T.Y. Hillen can't catch balls from Philip Rivers. No, he can't. Philip Rivers can't throw, throw that ball that far. Nope. It's ridiculous. It's all, all going to be to Hines and, and Taylor. Dude, Jonathan Taylor is going to catch. What What did uh, Leonard Fournette catch last year? 71? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 72. There it is. Because he's better than Leonard Fournette. <laughs> not a tight end. He's no, not, oh, definitely, definitely not, not a better tight, tight end. No, 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 I mean, no. dude, who does you think he is? Hakeem Butler, <laughs> Leonard Fournette? Come on, get out of here. So you guys brought up Jonathan Taylor. I watched a little bit of that game, and I saw him running right into the back of his offensive line quite a few times. Have you guys witnessed this? Are you guys he concerned did a, at all about this? I watched I watched a little bit of that game. I didn't watch a ton of it, but I did I did turn to that. There were a couple times, and, and that was honestly as, as big of a Jonathan Taylor fan as I've been since he went to Indianapolis. That was kind of one of my things I had talked about pre-draft was he's not creative behind the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. He's very much so a guy that is going to stick with the plan. Adrian Peterson's kind of that same mold where it's, this is how the play is designed. This is what I'm going to do. So where I'm going to go. Whereas, you know, Dobbins and Swift, they're much more creative and elusive behind the line. They're going to do a little bit more. Jonathan Taylor, if it's, if it's blocked, well, he's going to hit it and then he'll break a couple tackles once he gets downfield, right. but he's not going to do a lot beforehand. So that is, that is probably one of the weaker parts of his game. We, we Cl- mentioned Clyde that. Edwards, a is a guy that's on the opposite end of that spectrum. Exactly. I mean, I watched a play on the Monday night game where he should have lost three yards, but he managed to eke out gaining a yard, you know, dive, bobbing and weaving through about four or five guys. So yep. yeah, they're very different backs, but we talked just, about that just with Jonathan to Taylor touch, pre-draft touch process. Like it's bit. not about, not what he does after the line of scrimmage. Like you just mentioned before, it's like before the line of scrimmage. Like, right. does he have, does he have it to get, cause he had a really good offensive line there too. He's still a very solid runner, but I, I, I keep the comp somewhat. I was somewhat worried of like, Oh, he's gonna be kind of like that Derrick Henry guy. You know, he's gonna get what's there. Got the speed past the line of scrimmage, but he has to get past the line of scrimmage and then do some after watching that game. Matt, I did watch that game too. And I came away. I was like, Oh man, I just sent a podcast. I'd give, I would trade Saquon Barkley straight up for Jonathan Taylor. Uh, but I don't think I would. Uh, now I'm back again. I'm back again. Yeah, I, I'm, I'd rather I'm just sit you. on. I'd rather just sit on Saquon. I only, I'm starting to get the feel uh, for Jonathan Taylor is like he's such a big name right now. I would love to see what I can get with all these like how di- we just mentioned earlier. Like it's the best time to trade, throwing a guy like him out there in this offense. What kind of like savage return could I get for this guy right now? Oh, you would get could a I ton. get? Can I get a super young receiver with a high draft pick and draft a rookie running back? You know, like I would love to float his name out there to see what I can possibly get for return because really solid running back and on a really good team with a good offensive line with no quarterback. They'll have a new quarterback next year, most yeah. likely. Um, and maybe even Easton at some point this year. It just, it, but it goes, he goes, he falls back into that category of like, okay, is he like, he reminds me, you know, he's starting to remind me a little bit more of like Derrick Henry, who I feel Again, we all know how I feel about Derrick Henry. It's just I think Derrick Henry is a fantastic run NFL running back and real running back. I don't know if I love him in fantasy football because he's got to score touchdowns to be really contributing to my roster as, at a championship. Level. I will say this though, he is he has looked just fine in the passing game so far. Jonathan Taylor, yeah. Oh, he's been he's been fantastic. It's, been, it's in saving that. grace. Yeah, no, it's been. He, I don't think he's dropped a single pass yet. Which is 
which is is great. Yep. It was one of my biggest concerns is his drop rate. You know, was over sixteen percent and coming out of Wisconsin, he's being utilized in the passing game and he's having success there. I mean, he's no Jarek McKinnon, but he's doing pretty <laughs> pretty good. So, I, I I would just be interested right now for Jonathan Taylor. You know, if you took him, you probably had a high drive pick, a high draft pick. The flip, like with how many injuries are going out there right now, just to see what kind of return I can get for a guy like Jonathan Taylor. You know, maybe we could do that trade of like, hey. I'll give you Jonathan Taylor. Give me Saquon straight up. Yeah. I'd, I'd be willing if you're rebuilding. It's addition by subtraction. Right now, again, when you're in this rebuild mode, say after week three, it's good to start making these moves now because it also hurts your team. So you're going to be in a position to get a higher draft pick. The whole team point of blowing up is so you you lose games. You, you lose so you get games. A higher draft yeah. pick. Get a better pick. Yep. So any player you're trading away now for like young guys or hurt guys more hurt guys preferably, <laughs> you know, like I just trade DeAndre Hopkins away and I got. Um, I traded DeAndre Hopkins and Kenyon Drake today, and I got Jalen Rager, Debo Samuel, a 21 first, and Pat Mahomes. So I felt really good about that. Yeah. Because when I needed a quarterback, so I could Pat Mahomes. But then I also loved it because Debo and Rager are on IR. So I could I could put them right down yeah. on IR, <laughs> which not, is fantastic. They're not taking them a spot. They're not scoring you points, more importantly, and, and you get a nice hey. little return. Give me, give me a position for Bateman, Travis Etienne, Jamar Chase. Like, that's what I'm looking that's at right player. now. So yep. it, it's addition by subtraction. I'm getting young, but I'm also going to lose games. Because we do get to a point here where, like, you don't want to tank. You can't tank, like, intentionally. But you can make the moves and put yourself in position to lose. Yeah. You know? Be strategic about it. Taxi squads, guys. So you, you put them, put them on your taxi squad. Yeah, that's where he belongs. So, but this is a great week because you... You don't want to get ahead too and get some of those fluky wins. Other people get injuries, hurt games. You get one of those. You know, all it takes is one win to put you from the first pick to the third pick. And nope. you don't want to be in that position come draft day. Definitely for how deep this draft class is because two ones would be pretty sexy as well. Yep. I mean, if you look at the first picks, first 12 picks, you're going to come away very satisfied. Even now, you're talking about, like, I mean, look how good Pitts looks yeah. before a couple. I mean, Kyle Pitts looks fantastic. Hey, Brevin Jordan does as well. Dude, I mean, that's a tight end where we're talking about top six, top seven credentials here coming in a rookie draft and pick. Pat Frymuth hasn't even got to play yet. It's going to be nice. It's going to be a nice draft class. We have all mm. season talk draft, don't we? Yeah, we do. Chris Godwin hurt his hamstring. He's week to week. Probably not going to play this week. Another downhill. He's going to be a second game miss out of four week out of his four weeks. That's going to be half the season. Not good, Chris. So, so that's another little bump for uh, Justin Watson or Scotty Miller or somebody like yep. that. Scotty Miller leading the team out yep. there. Mike Evans only catching touchdowns. That's it. Nothing else. Hey, you want to throw me the ball? It's got to be within two I yards. I don't want to have to run far, right? No, no. <laughs> One yard line. I'll run over here. You throw it to me. I'll catch the it. The Jerome Bettis version of the run, of the wide receiver. Dude, awesome. Little Scotty Miller out of Bowling Green. Out there, number one receiver in Tampa Bay. Who would have guessed? Chris Godwin, OJ Howard, Mike Evans. Nope. Scotty Miller. Scotty, Scotty boy. Well, that's, a, that's Tom Brady. That is Tom Brady for yeah. you, man. Looking for his little shifty guy. That's, that's all he wants to throw the ball to. That's what he likes. Um. And then uh, Devontae Adams is expected to finally play this week, which is good news if you own him. So, also news come out this week. COVID, you have something to say? Um, no, I we just missed the uh, the Deontay Johnson concussion. He's also uh, oh yeah, Deontay Johnson's got a concussion. Just wanted to mention it. Juju might catch some footballs because it looks like Deontay Johnson's the number one guy there. Yep, and right? uh, James Washington might be a little bit in the mix. Uh, I wouldn't start him unless he was a desperation type. Yeah, stinks. Oh, James thing. Washington's there, man. Because I really like him. He'd be really good. Like any team that need a receiver, maybe like the Jets. Like he, he'd be great to help out Sam Darnold. Braxton right Berrios is out there scoring. Oh like yeah, gosh. the number one receiver for the Jets, Braxton Berrios. I can't wait for Mims to come back. Him. Maybe it'd be better for him to just no, not yeah, come back. Just don't come back. <laughs> just wait till just, Adam Gase is fired. Oh, and come, uh, come in uh, mid-season when he's already gone. Uh, 
and they Dude, got you somebody else running like, the show. You shake that page so those Google eyes just fall <laughs> off. It's just two empty slots. All of a sudden, Sam Darnold could see now, and he's throwing touchdowns all over the field. I mean, even Sam Darnold's coming out on TV looking all depressed and like, dude, I just, he really is. I'm not even a quality quarterback right now. It's like, oh no, Adam Gase has got his. He broke him. He got him. Yep. Yeah, dude. It's like, dude, you got gased. <laughs> 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 um, news coming out here is COVID. Uh, we had some Titans players test positive for COVID. So the Vikings had to uh, set their uh, team today, but then they all tested negative, which is good. They're saying that the Titans can't even come into their building until Saturday. Until Saturday. Yikes. So there's a possibility that game gets bumped back to Monday. Uh, they're going to try to play it on Sunday at the original time, the, the Steelers and the Titans. That's not fair. It, it, what kind of, I mean, like, what kind of impact does that have on you setting your lineup? I mean, me personally, I'm not like relying on any of these players, right? Titans players? Yeah. No. The Titans or the Steelers, if that game gets bumped for whatever reason, like, you're, you're, you're out of luck. You know? Well, Steelers are fine because they're practicing all week. Look at extra day of practice. But if, if they play, right. They play. But they might not play. That's the whole thing. Well, well no, I think we'll, we'll have clarity than that by, I think for sure. They, they even came out today and said, no, the NFL wants to play on Sunday for sure. Like, they're going to, like, well, no. It's. I mean, it stinks Sunday. though. I mean, Thursday's coming. Like, what happens if you needed to plug in a guy? You know, off your off your Thursday. See, that's what they're, they're screwing up play, everything. If you're I hate playing, these Thursday. If night you're games. playing somebody on the Broncos, <laughs> I freaking hate them. If you're playing somebody on the Broncos or the Jets, you probably lost anyway. <laughs> hey, man, I need to get Braxton Berrios in my lineup. Man, he's hot now. Come on, Roger. <laughs> I got BBs over here. Come on, Berrios, number one. He's a Frank, wide receiver three. Frank, I know you're 102, but I'm starting you at running back this week. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> they have nobody else to get the ball to. Protect Sam Darnold at all costs. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, basically all we can do right at this point is just monitor the situation. Yep. Maybe we'll get lucky get two Monday night games. It'd be fantastic. Wouldn't hate wouldn't that it? part of that. No, I wouldn't either. So Nick Foles gets, uh, takes over for Mitch Trubisky here in Chicago, which is, you know, the game starts off. I see Mitch run for a 45-yard uh, run. I'm like, decent. looking good, Mitch. Mitch looking good. Bears undefeated. Undefeated. Right? Yeah, undefeated Bears. Yeah, yep. Mitch Trubisky helps bring him back. Mm-mm. Can't yep. stop that B, B, BNN. Big Nick. Big. Oh. BDN. BDN. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, BDN. Um, so Nick comes in here swinging. Y'all can figure know? that out on your own. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, BN. Oh, Garrett. Uh, D. Yeah. BD. Swings that pendulum, just gets that momentum right into the starting lineup. Now he's in the huddle. Uh, of course, he comes in and does what he does, comes you, off the bench and drives down for a win. You know what a pendulum? It always swings back, though. You got to watch out. <laughs> he will swing back. Trust <laughs> yep, me. He yep. always does. So, but I mean, right now, he, do, he does what he does. He came in. Got some momentum, look good. Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller. That, I think that's the biggest thing is for a guy like Allen Robinson is just some more consistency for him. Like I that I think he's the biggest winner out of all this. Like David Montgomery, oh, yeah, all this. You know that you can now count on Allen Robinson week in, week out. You already felt like you probably could, but every once in a while you'd have those Trubisky games where he just just sucked so bad. Three catches, 53 yards. Yeah, yeah. But now you know that he'll be getting quality targets each and every week. And uh, Jimmy Graham added a, a pretty good game, too. He scored, a, scored a couple of touchdowns as well, so you might have another guy with some sneaky uh, upside there. The the interesting part, though, is, is as much as Anthony Miller, you know, we've, we've kind of been talking about him for a long time, Mooney is actually the one that's been getting a higher snap percentage than Anthony Miller has been. So that's definitely something to monitor. They might be they might be switching a little bit there. Gotcha. Uh, definitely something close to monitor because I definitely loved Anthony Miller coming out of Memphis. He was so just a fantastic I. route runner, good hands. Liked what I've seen so far when he's being utilized in Chicago. I like to see some more of that. And he scored uh, this past. He week scored as well. that that late mm-hmm. touchdown, yeah. But he hadn't done anything up to that point because he, he just hadn't been playing as much. Right. 
So, yeah, I mean, so we have some tools here on Chicago, you know, for Nick Foles to throw to. You got David Montgomery, who's a pass catcher running back, Jimmy Graham, at uh, the guy Cole Komet, second round pick, yep. and then of course Anthony Miller and Alvin Robinson. Robinson's a true number one. So I haven't been, I don't have any shares of Cole Komet, so I haven't been keeping a close eye on him or anything. Has he done anything yet? Hasn't really gotten to play no. yet. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think so. Yep. Okay. All right. So. Let's move on here to another team, the Seattle Seahawks. Now, Gary, you said we were talking before about, like, hey, what's their philosophy? You yeah. Know, for a while, it's been this run-first team. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, hey, Russ, let it rip. Yeah, they're letting him cook. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of the mantra in the offseason, let Russ cook. And, you know, week one, it was kind of like, okay, like, that was, that was good. Like, they came out guns blazing. Will this be the... Well, it does look like it's actually the trend now. We see three straight weeks where they are just primarily a, a vertical passing offense. And Russell Wilson has freaking 15 touchdown passes in three games. Well, it's I mean, insane. he is one of the best deep ball throwers in the league. And now he's got, obviously, um, DK Metcalf is a really great downfield threat. I mean, the guy can box everyone on, uses his body really well, and, and, and tracks the ball over his shoulder incredibly well. Um but I mean, uh, Lockett's another great guy yep. to get downfield. So they've got two really good weapons down there that can get down the field, and you know, you you have the threat of the run, right. which is a great great way to set up those deep passes. And, and they've they've been hitting them, man. So I mean, it's going it's going everything's going aces right now. I would imagine you know as the weather starts to turn, it's gonna it's gonna sure. grind down a little bit, and they're gonna try to run the ball a little bit more. But for right now, it it, it isn't broke, so I don't think I don't think they're gonna try fixing it. I think this is kind of what they're what they're going with right yeah, now. Yeah, Russ supporting two high end receivers. A lot. It's always been fantastic for the last couple yep. of years. Probably one of the better values in dynasty fantasy football. Kind of falls probably right into that like going into last year like that Jarvis Landry, uh, Robert yeah. Woods. Mold, a guy that you can get later who's going to mm -hmm. give you high end wide receiver two numbers. Now, even with DK, he probably suppressed that a little bit here, but not at this really kind does, of volume. <laughs> all it really does is just open things up a little bit more for him. I mean, look at me, he had a 40 point game almost here. And you mentioned like DK Metcalf's a perfect fit for this offense. I think mm -hmm. even when we were talking smack about DK and how we didn't love him coming out as a rookie, we mentioned like he got, I know, Matt, for you specifically, we put him right to the back end of the first round, like pick 12 right there. And the, the argument was like, this is just a really good fit for him altogether. Russ is really accurate, great deep ball. And that's what he does, at least for the most part. Right. Uh, he's turned in to do way more than that because his route running has been. Yeah, leaps and, times leaps and bounds better than we saw uh, in college, which was, you, you know, a very simple route tree where he was basically running two routes. So. Um, he's come a long way in that in that respect, and and it shows, man. That he's balling out and quick too. It's one yeah. of the it's one of the players like we we've pooped on I don't know, a handful of players I think that have turned out to be like pretty decent. I mean Juju, we weren't huge on. He kind of made more ground. Derrick Henry, um, weren't wasn't big on. He came around three year and a half years later. Um, and then Duke, DK Metcalf is probably has the quickest sure mm -hmm. turnaround right there with Juju. Yeah, but, I mean at least we see DK like arrow continue going up like. Juju went up for a year, came back down. Now he's like middling again. Yeah. And he, and he, dude, he came out today. It was like putting like, oh, I love Sam Darnold. That's my guy. I wish I could play for him. Oh, but I know we have Ben and we, I love Ben too, but like I wouldn't mind playing with Sam Darnold again. He might see the writing on the wall saying, I'm not going to resign here in Pittsburgh. Jets comes, <laughs> I'll come sign with you uh, here in the future. But that's what, that's, that's what I took out of it. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I, I, did, I didn't. I didn't see the. This is my initial reaction to that, but that that sounds an awful lot like he's trying to get out of town or or set himself up for his next um, home. Anyway, that's traditionally what the Steelers do. Yeah, I mean, Deontay's a new number one there in Pittsburgh, yep. and they got Deontay. They got James Washington. They and got Chase Clay, Claypool, they got who Claypool. has already flashed. Yep. So it'll go 
Deontay Johnson's the man. James Washington's the three. And then Chase Claypool's the number, you know, two. And then right. all of a sudden, Deontay's want to get paid. And I'm like, well, who do we want? Chase Claypool or do we want Deontay? Just an ever ongoing. Keep churning them out. Yeah. And they and do a fantastic job of saying, and they'll just keep drafting them too. You know, two years from now, they're gonna they're gonna use another third round pick on a guy that's gonna that's gonna hit. So, so does this move going back to the Seahawks for like a super flex league? Russell Wilson he, is he the number three overall quarterback, or is it, here's a so here's a question: Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson. <sighs> hmm. Right. That's a that's a really tough one. I mean, obviously, you're getting a lot of years with Kyler Murray, so that's a lot. It's a, a big, big bonus. It's a big bonus and a big draw, but at the same time, it's not like it's not like the the floor is about to you know bottom out on Russell Wilson. He's mm-hmm. probably got another five, yeah. seven years, ten yeah. maybe if he stays you know incredibly healthy. Um, so, I mean, I'm leaning towards Russell Wilson. You know what you're going to get uh, with that guy. I want to take Kyler, but I, at this point. Russell's just been too good. He's he's forced your hand. I mean, honestly, it 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 could be a conversation of him Mahomes. I'm still taking Mahomes, but Russell Wilson has been a top six quarterback every single year on a run first team. I don't think this is a run first team anymore. To be clear, I'm absolutely still taking Mahomes, but I I might take Russell over Lamar. Honestly, I don't think you're crazy there. Uh, that's that's fair because if you're just looking at if you're looking at Here's the thing with Lamar as I look at in Superflex and why I would kind of slightly bump him down. Because if you are looking for that Russian quarterback, why not just take Kyler Murray at that point? Instead of paying the Lamar Jackson price, price why don't you just take a slight dip and take Kyler Murray, who's, who's way more accurate and has got a better arm, who is just as mobile and elusive definitely around the goal line. Yep. So, yeah, I, I see that. I, I wouldn't mind taking Russell Wilson ahead of, Lamar Jackson, more so just not put myself in and take a Lamar Jackson, I guess. Yeah. Where he would go in a super flex league, which is right. one, two. It, it, I, I'm going to get into my uh, super flex ranks this week, and I definitely got to give Russ a bump, a massive bump. Because, like, I mean, we're talking bumps ahead of, like, he's in that Josh Jacobs territory. Like, do I just take Russ here or do I take the running back? Because Russell, I mean, he's that good. Like, you're yeah. right. He's that good. 15 touchdowns in three games. Crazy. Five a game. And they're, they have DK Metcalf for at least another two years. Lockett, they have for another couple. So this is not anything that's going any going nope. anywhere. And the, and the thing is, their, their secondary is decimated. They they keep losing players left which and is right. And that's great so, for the offense, which is going to be great for Russell Wilson because he's just going to have to keep throwing the ball and keep and keep chucking it down the field and keep having to score points over and over again. So it's it's a really nice setup for your fantasy team to have him in your starting lineup at this point. So Russ Wilson right now, super flex for all of us. We say is two B two A. Kind yeah. of how you want it. Like, it he's right, he's yeah. right up there, man. Yep. What's the best bang for your buck? Because you probably get Ross at the very back top end of the second round in a startup. But in a trade right now, like, so do you think, going back to that, like if you had, say you're in a super flex league, right? You yep. have Lamar Jackson. Do you think you could flip him right now? It's a bad time after, after right. throwing for 97 yards or whatever right. you threw for. Yeah. But still, I mean, the intrigue of Lamar Jackson come up with one of the best all-time fantasy scores in the history of fantasy football doesn't help that he just, you know, didn't do good Oops, against the Chiefs. So maybe made a, maybe wait a week on this. But <laughs> like, do you think you trade Lamar Jackson for Russell Wilson plus? You right. with the youth? I mean, you're you're training for the maybe. youth. You're training, yeah, maybe maybe you think you can get plus because like if a month ago you can get Russell Wilson in a first. Yeah, and honestly, I, I 
I don't own, I don't have any Lamar Jackson shares. I don't have them on any teams. I've never been crazy high on him. So I would have been thrilled to do that. It, I mean, I don't know that you'll get, if the, if you get a plus, it's like you get a third. Like, I don't, I don't think you're going to get much no, of much, a plus. Dude, a third's a third. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But I don't think, I don't think it's like a much of a plus, if anything. So now if you're on the opposite end of that, do you even do like, do you, do you even do that? Do you like, I'll just stay with Lamar and the youth. I feel like right now it would be a bad time to pull that trade if you had Lamar. Okay. You know what I mean? You you wait you wait for Russ to cool and for for him to have a couple, to have have a couple better games yeah. than than right now. And then you're like, I'm not trading Russ, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's no on fire. Way. He's, he's rushed for 150 yards. <laughs> Get out of here. All right, moving on. James Robinson, Jacksonville, undrafted free agent that could. Garrett tweeted about him back in uh, what was this last year? The beginning of the football season? Yeah, it was like. September, October of last year. Looks good so far. Had a just had a monster game over thirty points. Looks absolutely fantastic out there. But it's the number five. He's the number five running back right yep. now in PPR. Well, when you have a thirty point game, it really helps the cause. Well, so, and a twenty one point game before that. So. I, I I already tweet out. I totally take back my uh, statement. I, I, I would trade take a second for him immediately. I, I had would forgotten. Not take a second. I had forgotten that you had him in a couple leagues. I really wish on the air last week I would have been like, all right. James Robinson for a second because I would have done it because I was talking about it on the show. I was like, yeah, I would do that. I would I would take James Robinson on a contender and I totally forgot you had him and now I, now I can't do it. I tried hey, after the fact. Hey, you had the right. It's about buy and sell moments, right? right? The right look, time. Those look, windows shut quick. A week quick. and a half ago, I'm like, yeah, I'll take a second for James Robinson in the Superflex League. Now I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This guy's the fifth overall running back in the league. <laughs> I will take your Lamar Jackson. Thank you very much. <laughs> so is James Robinson in Jacksonville for the next hashtag two to three year window, or is this it? Is this, is this the James Robinson show for 2020? It's a crazy year. Let's take it for what it is. And this is it. It's wacky. It's wild. It's James Robinson. Robinson. James Robinson. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> So, so, and that's, and that's what the debate is because yeah. if it's hashtag yeah. two, three year window, this is just a hold, right? If it's for this year, are we selling now for a first? I, I think this is, I think this is Chris Carson all over again. It's a late round guy. Well, actually a no round guy. He was undrafted, uh, that just overly like impressed in camp and they were like, Let's start them week one. Let's, let's see what happens. Let's get Just rid of this former first round draft yeah. pick who was performing well last <laughs> Number year. Number four and, overall pick. And yeah. usher in this guy. And I, I honestly think it's a very, very similar situation to that. Uh, and, and I think we saw the mold with Miami this year. Everybody, myself included, was convinced that they're going to take J.K. Dobbins or they're going to take, uh, you know, Cam Akers. Or they're going to take one of these running backs. They have so many picks. Why wouldn't they take a talented running back? Nope. They loaded up on defense. They loaded up on offensive line. And if the Jaguars were smart, that's probably what they're going to do as well. They're going to, especially if Gardner Minshew wins, Gardner Minshew wins a couple more games, they're going to say, okay, let's get him better offensive linemen. Let's get a better defense. Running back should really be one of your last priorities in a rebuild type of situation on a real NFL team. They're plug and play. Yeah. Exactly. So if they're doing things right, James Robinson's probably safe, assuming he can continue to be a top 24 guy. Yep. And they got, I mean, they have Chris Thompson there. They're not utilizing him all that much either. So it's, it's mostly the James Robinson show. Yeah. So I, I don't see why they would go away from that at this point. And I think he's at, 
He's at the very least, he's a hold right now, for sure. I think Jacksonville will win enough games where they won't have a top three pick. They'll be out of the Trevor Lawrence race, probably out of um, Justin, the, Fields. Justin Fields race here. And, I mean, dude, honestly, how good Minshew's looked, I don't think quarterback is their priority whatsoever. I think you're right. I think they should focus on defense, off- offensive linemen, really deep offensive linemen class next year. Um, don't know much about the defense yet. But this is a team, I think, that lucked out. They have a running back they could rely on. Mm-hmm. And they have a quarterback now that they could trust. They have DJ Shark there. Use free agency. They should have a ton of money going into the next year. And then use all those draft picks they have and build the defense and the offensive line. I think Minshew's the, the, I think Minshew is the answer there in Jacksonville. So in Superflex League, if you got him, that's great news. And I kind of I'm kind of leaving with you guys where James Robinson now might just be this hash. The total definition of yep. hashtag two to three year window or he's running back five. Now he might finish the season as like running back nine, 10, mm-hmm. somewhere around there, mostly because a lot of players got hurt. So that'd be his one year as he finishes running back one next year. He might finish as like a mid range back end running 15, back two 16, like, that. like that. And then he's just kind of like out, out the wayside. So yeah. I would use that information for my team and go from there because I'd have right now, if you want James Robinson, I need a first. Right. Yep. Cause, that, cause that, me, that information right there means something different to everybody's team. You know, if you're a contender, you're like, yeah, I'm going to hold this guy. I'm going to ride this thing out. If you're, if you're not, you're like, eh, is now the right time? Can, can I get it? Like it, it all depends league to league what you can get for this guy right now. And if you can't get that first, then just hold out, wait, wait till somebody's desperate a little bit down the road when, when another injury happens. Cause and they will. Get, yeah. Cause they will. They're going to keep coming. Your argument is I'm selling you a running back one. Like right. you're getting a running back one. You're a championship contender. You're first. You always, when you sell these, you always do the upsell. Like your first is probably gonna be pick 12. You say that right away. You're, you're so good at this. You're such a talented Dude, owner. Your team's yeah. the best team already. So it's probably like your team's so good. It might be pick 13. Right. That's, how, <laughs> you might, that's how far you might win. So, like, I'm basically getting a second for James Robinson. You're basically giving me a second because you're, like, one pick behind in front of me. And right. that's the second round. So, I need a first, my man. And you're like, yeah, you're right. I am basically giving you a second because <laughs> I am going to win it all. And you're like, yes, yes, you are. Heck, Not- your fifth best team. <laughs> and, you, and you literally just said the guy you got off the waiver wire or the fourth, fifth, sixth round of your rookie draft and just convert that in six months into a first-round pick. Now, I will say this, though. I still don't think necessarily, even though I was on, you know, team hold on to James Robinson, you know, for these past couple of weeks, I still don't think that selling him last week or the week before that for a second was necessarily a bad move. It was still a net gain for you. You got somebody off the waiver wire into a second round pick. Now, could you have held a little longer and gotten more? Sure. That would be fantastic. But it's still not like you lost anything. You gained, you went from nothing to a second round pick. So I still don't think it was bad. It was just, you could have done even more. Yeah, it's like you bought a stock for $10 and you sold it at 70 and then a week later it goes to 100 Like, oh, right. I missed out on that 30 bucks. Yeah, I mean, it sucks, but you still got a second round pick for a guy you got off the waiver wire or the sixth round. So it's exactly. still, like you said, it's it's doing dynasty right, which yep. is all you can do. That's It's still a good move. It's That's a, still the right process over results. That is still the right process nine times out of 10, you know, and you just have to figure out what that other, you know, one out of 10 is. Um, but nine times out of 10, that's the right move. In addition, by subtract subtraction, you're, you're you got a player that it's going to produce in your lineup when your team, you don't want to produce right. it, it, it is in dynasty. There's there's times you have to know that you don't want to produce. Like you, if you're not going for the ship, you don't want to win games, right? You want to put the best lineup you want out there, but you don't want to win games. That's why I have no problem trading for guys that are on IR, making moves for Saquon Barkley, making guys that are on IR that could help me next year. Like a, maybe a dual package of like a Michael Pittman 
and a Jalen Rager, you know, or and these two guys are an IR for one healthy guy. Hey, I'll give you James Robinson my second. You give me Rager, you know, mm-hmm. or not even that. I'll give you James Robinson straight up because these are, these are the moves you can make. Like, hey, I'll give you James Robinson. You give me Jalen Rager. You're like, uh, I need to run him back in Rager. Is hurt. He's not helping anyways. I can, I'm winning out. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Yep. These are the moves you make. You grab these first round picks that were just first round picks and guys we love as rookies that need a couple of years and you trade all these hot names that are going right now. Even like a guy like Jarek McKinnon, who I love to death, but like I say he's going to be a top 16 running back. He's on pace to be a top 16 running back. If you can turn that into a young guy who has no injury history, that's doing dynasty right. Yep. So, Garrett, next segment. Move us All into right. it. So, we're going to look at a list of players here, specifically running backs and wide receivers, and I want you guys to tell me if they're a buy, if they're a sell, or if they're a hold. Now, I tried to pick guys that have either performed maybe a little bit better than expected or a little bit worse than expected. So I'm curious to see where you're at with some of these guys. Some of them are real big names. Uh, Actually, most of them are are bigger, bigger end names. So let's start right away with the current running back one had uh, his his own version of beast mode a couple weeks or uh, a couple nights ago. And that's Alvin Kamara, the RB1 right now. Are you trying to buy him? Are you trying to sell him? Or are you just holding? Well, I'm definitely not buying because I'll never, ever pay the price tag for a running back, any running back in the league for what it would cost to get Alvin Kamara right now. Yep. It's just and you, what we see now is why you don't. It's why I've been preaching for literally six years in this podcast. I draft running backs. I trade for young receivers because that's how I do it. Because like you mentioned before, plug and play in Jacksonville, plug and play in my dynasty team. You know what I mean? I can get James Robinson, plug and play him for – a, a one one hundredth of the cost it would have cost for Alvin Kamara. Now, when you get Alvin Kamara, it's great. But these mm-hmm. are kind of running backs. If you're not like those are for contenders and contenders only, right? I'm not. I'm not buying them. If, if I have them and I'm a contender, I'm certainly not selling them unless I'm rebuilding. Then I'm, I'm taking a farm for him. So to me, he's he's a hold. He, he's a hold. Uh, everyone that's got him right now has got him in a fairly competitive situation i would imagine you know what i mean and mm-hmm. and if that's the case you're you're not going to sell him i mean if, if for whatever reason your entire i mean it could happen there's been so many injuries if your entire team's decimated but it was kind of old to begin with and maybe this was your one piece that you could sell off at this point i would see what i can get for him you know what i mean in that in that one scenario i could see him being a sell but that, that other than that you're but in a vacuum yeah more absolutely. of a hold it, definitely more it's of a, a it's, if you do sell like you're flipping for a saquon barkley you're flipping for and then what's the point right like if for me right now if, I, if i'm doing this move and somebody lost like saquon i'm like i want saquon in your first for kamara like i'm pulling that kind of maneuver, right. maneuver. That, that's where his price tag is now yeah oh you want oh you have christian mccaffrey you need him to come back give me christian mccaffrey straight up Yep. Like for, for Alvin Kamara. But even then, what's the point? Like, what's the point? Really, like especially really, with McCaffrey really hold, since he's coming back. Yeah, really hold their feet to the fire, so to speak. And then you're just, you're flipping. Like, you'd only be doing so you lose, like we mentioned before, you're taking L's for six weeks over McCaffrey. Because, again, Kamara comes down, he just signed this long-term contract. It's not the player, it's the system he's in. Mm-hmm. And the system he's in will always utilize his skill set. I mean, look at Drew Brees. Drew Brees is, no, is not the Drew Brees of old. So people are like, oh, well, I'm worried about Drew Brees the next quarterback comes in. The next quarterback comes in will be just fine for Kamara because he's going to be willing to Justin Herbert and whatnot and dump and plays off to Alvin Kamara. And he's to be utilized the way he's utilized in the run game. So Alvin Kamara is right where he was, a top four play at running back. If I, I, would, I would take him, before we were close on Kamara and Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I think, I think 
Kamara's shown us right now that he's yeah. I mean, he's Clyde Edwards Alaire. He's been playing fantastic. So Absolutely. it comes down to so it comes down to after so Barkley or Kamara. Long term um, dynasty, not just this year. Like oh, long term, long term. Uh, Barkley, Barkley, right? Yeah, yeah, Barkley. Okay, so it's still McCaffrey and Barkley. Three, Zeke or Kamara. PPR league. Zeke. I definitely think Zeke's a better running back. How about that? That's fine. <laughs> fine. Fancy football aspect. It's close though, right? It is very close. It's I, close. It's I, a lot closer I than think it was it's super three close. weeks ago. I just think that there's more of a chance of there being a big change in the Saints offense with Breeze leaving than there is Dak leaving, which, I mean, could happen as well. But I, I think that offense is pretty well cemented in, with all of the pieces there okay. for the foreseeable future. All right, next. All right, let's move down a couple spots. Nick Chubb, RB8. Are you buying, are you selling, or are you holding? Again, I'm not paying the price tag. I'm not paying okay. the price. I'm not selling either. I think, uh, I mean, I think that's foolish. I think he's he's such a young and talented running back that you're not going to want to get rid of him at this point. So, I mean, this is another one of these guys that's a classic hold um, uh, just for a lot of the same reasons that you just described with Alvin Kamara, really. So I'm, I'm going to definitely, I'm going to hold on to Nick I'm, Chubb. I'm going to say when it, you know, as being a Cleveland Browns fan and watching every second of them play, it's an absolute privilege to watch every second of this guy run. He's one of the best running backs I've seen in a long time. When he it really comes is. to a pure running back, I'm not yep. about fantasy. I'm talking about pure. Not running talking back. about receiving. We're just talking about being a running back. And the thing with Chubb too, which kind of sucks with Hunt here, is he catches the ball really well. Yeah. Like whenever they throw it's in the ball, and he's, he catches the ball well. The fact that he, that him and Hunt are in the top fifteen of rushers in the league is fantastic. And the, the big thing here is that now we see the offense that Cleveland's going to run, and we we're really worried about Hunt coming in here and kind of really trolling Nick Chubb and taking it away and not being a guy. No, Nick Chubb's just too talented. Well, he, and he's so, far, his. so far, his volume is exactly the same as it was last year. Like, his volume isn't any different. They're just committing to the run more, mm-hmm. uh, and they're doing it more effectively than they were last year. So, I mean, his amount of touches have have not gone down. Well, uh, getting back to that point about um, them committing to the run, I mean, they were they were getting stuffed early in the game, and they just kept running the ball. They kept running the ball, kept running the ball, and as that game wore on, they started bigger wearing – bigger chunks. Yeah, they just started wearing them down and breaking off big chunk plays, and both those guys benefit from that kind of action. We're going to look for that to continue, and both mm-hmm. of them will benefit as borderline running back ones. You have two running back ones. I start Hunt – Week in, week out, my fantasy league. Yep. I have him. I started. He's a weekly start for me, as you should. Double digit points every single week. Absolutely love it. I think the buying window for Nick Chubb was right when they signed Kareem Hunt to that extension. Yep, that window is locked tight again. This is this is not the time to buy any running backs unless you're going into it willing to know you're going to overpay. Right, which is what you might have to do to win championships. Again, it's about winning titles, not winning trades. Yep. that's that's my slogan. I'm sticking to it. Win titles, not trades. So if you got to pay, overpay for the running back. You do it, but just know that for me personally, once this offseason's over, I'm looking to try and regain some of that as soon as I possibly can. Because sure. I don't want to, I don't want to be. I'm using that to win a championship, but afterwards, I'm trying to regain some of that value because, again, running backs are too fluid for me. Like I don't, nothing. This this season, just like any other season, confirms that for me. 
It will always be the most fluid piece of my roster forever and ever as I play Dynasty. It's going to be the running back position. So I have no buy and buying with these big running backs now, and could they stay healthy? I should have no problem selling these running backs at the end of the year when somebody needs a running back. And then identify one of these young running backs that I want to trade for, like a yeah. Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, Chuba Hubbard, somewhere along those guys. Really so you, good so, so far. you're just basically like the parent that tells the kids – when they bring in a straight, don't name it because it's not staying. No, it's don't not, name it's it. It's not no. staying. He's my running back one. I said don't name him. <laughs> don't name him. Get, you call him Nicholas for now. <laughs> Next. All right. We looked kind of foolish because we talked about this guy being completely washed and then week one looked fantastic, but weeks two and three have been a little bit more rough. David Johnson is currently running back 21. Buy, sell, hold. Uh, right where I was before the season, sell, 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 sell. Right after week one, we sell. We're like, oh, maybe we could be wrong, but we're like, nope, still sell. Right? We still get. Yep. We still, yeah, sell. Now the, this, the floor is going to drop out of David Johnson at yes. some point here. The injury bug is out there. He just hasn't caught it yet. All right, I mean, go out and sell this guy now while you can. He's finally regained a little bit of his, his you know, of his value. So go ahead and make that move. Twenty-one first all day, all oh, day, yeah. every day. Get that first. Somebody out there, listen, not somebody. Everybody out there needs a running back. Everybody. Every, even in spots where like I have three really good running backs, I'm like thinking about making a move. I'm like, no, I'm going to need that guy. I'm going to need it. weeks are coming. Oh, injuries yeah. are coming. Yeah. I'm not selling any. I need the depth. You know, so for David Johnson, there's somebody in your league right now, guaranteed it's willing to pay for that first for 20 David Johnson. Look at this. Right now, healthy as can be. Had a huge week one. What running back is he, Garrett? 21. He's 20. no Jerick. He is no Jerick McKinnon. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. Knew that beforehand. Didn't even need these balls. Look, not even pulling them out. Magical in my pants. Garrett, Magical next one. Uh, we were going to talk about David Montgomery, but we already touched on him, so we don't need to go over that again. Uh, Joe Mixon, currently running back 38. Buy, hold, sell. Joe Mixon. Well, I told you a year ago that I was worried about Joe Mixon, right? Yeah, but what did you tell me this, this year? year? Thought it was gonna be fantastic, <laughs> but I cursed him because I traded for him in my long in my long term dynasty league. So where I'm you cursed. you did this. I did this. I hurt Saquon Barkley, and I hurt Joe Mixon. I went all in on you both of them. Broke them, and they broke me. Thank you so much, Joe. Uh, you know we thought offensive offensive line would be a little bit better, and Hasn't so far I they're think, not. They're really not. I think what's weird though is they're like they're they're using like they're not using them in the passing game. They're At using all. Gio Bernard. To be fair. Geo's look fantastic in the passing game when they are using yeah, him. He's done just fine. He's done better than fine. He's looked he's great. He's done just fine. I think he's looked great. He's, he's had some big time plays. Most of them haven't been that big. Okay, he's looked fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let you all figure that one out, man. I haven't watched enough of Cincinnati. Uh, just, we, we, I've, I've seen a couple of people you know literally what? make cut-ups of like Joe Mixon's catches versus Gio Bernard's catches. And Joe Mixon makes like two guys miss and gets like eight yards. And then Gio Bernard like kind of makes one guy miss and trips up and falls. Like he, Joe Mixon, I think, I think the reason I said it. Gio's been fine. He's though. had he a couple been. big time plays in like he third down. He has. Long, so that's why. But yep. they're not utilized. It's no. just, it's they're giving this big contract. And they're still not utilizing him in this offense the way he needs to be. Now, he came on strong in the second half last year. Correct. Is that the case again going forward? Because now he had, he's had a tougher schedule earlier on. He too. has. It's going to get a little bit easier for him. Is Joe Mixon a buy? The hard part is. Sound from the question. At, at, is nice flip there. <laughs> the hard part is as a, as a semi 
as a semi drill mix and truther. Yes, you are. No, I know. Just go ahead. I kind of, I kind of got forced into it here, but I'll, I'll, I'll say I'm in the group as a Joe Mixon truther. Joe Mixon truthers aren't selling Joe Mixon low. No, no. So that's the hard part is to buy them. You're still paying roughly the same price you paid before the season started. And that's the difficult part is I just don't know if you really can buy him low. So at this point, I, I don't think he's a sell because you're not getting nearly what he's actually worth. Definitely not a sell. So definitely, I think he's not. just a classic like, dang it, I got to ride it out. And hopefully within these next couple of weeks, he looks a lot better. I think that's a, I think that's a perfect analysis. Uh, there's no way you're selling him right now. At, at 38, you're, you're going to get pennies on the dollar. Right. Well, so if you no. think that's per- perfect analysis, listen to this. <laughs> oh. I think it's a terrible time to sell because the market's too low for him, and you could probably just get what you're going to get uh, beforehand anyways. <laughs> that's that's really <laughs> astute. Yeah. That was, that Did was, you call me? <laughs> he, this, is, this is a war in nutrition. You're astute. Okay. <laughs> you, you had carrots for dinner, didn't you? I sure did. Yeah, you did. Wait, those are orange. I eat more greenery. As in green vegetables. Yes. <laughs> I'm not Josh Gordon. Greenery. <laughs> hey, quite down, Stu. Hey. Okay. Now who's the Stu? Uh, me. Yeah. Yes, I am. I am a Stu. Yeah. Yeah. Pussyfoot Stu. <laughs> Move on to the next question, Stuty. Stuty patootie. All <laughs> right. Uh, Stuty patootie. My wife does say I have a good patootie. But <laughs> Keenan Allen, wide receiver seven. Are we buying, holding, or selling Keenan Allen at wide receiver seven? Wide receiver. So at that price, I I would. Um, he just came off a nineteen target game. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Mike Williams is banged up. Mike Williams would, is banged uh, up. He's got the hammy. Yep. I, if I can get wide receiver seven return price, I'm selling. Let's say you can get like that fringe where he was in the beginning of the season. So like high-end wide receiver two, maybe, or sorry, yeah, high-end wide receiver two, low-end receiver if I'm not, If I'm not a legit contender, my move here is I'm trading for one of the young receivers I like and okay. they first. That's my move. Like, I'm getting, who do, like, who do, who do I, like, can I get Justin Jefferson? Last week. Not last after, week you could have. After, after, after last week, I can't get that, right? But, like, right. can I get Henry Ruggs in a first? Can yeah. I get... Michael Pittman in a first. Denzel Mims. Denzel Mims in a first. Can I get Jalen Rager in a first? So I think, I think my main targets here would be like the top end of those guys, though. Like, you know, Justin Jefferson, not now, but like Jalen Rager, who's NIR, I think would be a good buy. In Jerry a first Judy. For Allen. Jerry Judy in a first would be a good buy here. I'm looking at like those kind of guys. Henry Ruggs in a first. Like, those are the three guys that I'm looking at personally. Mm-hmm. So you're, so you're selling. At wide receiver seven overall price. Cause at, I, I do right think. Price. And it's the thing, Keenan Allen's just a solid receiver. I think he's more back end wide receiver one, uh, wide receiver thirteen, right around there. Uh, when it's all said and done, whenever sure. when everything comes together healthy, not in the twenty twenty season, because even we saw last year in the second half, he took that big fade after starting oh, yeah. off hot. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm looking for that kind of model of Keenan Allen, Very, great receiver. Again, I'm only selling for that wide receiver seven kind of price range. Then get back a, a, a young guy. And a first like, yep. and build on top of it's a great sale. Yeah. So if I'm a rebuild, you know, again, if I'm, if I'm a contender, none of these just, guys are just high in numbers. You don't sell any of these guys ever. You just, you ride out and go for the title. Let's make that very clear. So anytime we say sell a guy to this, it's literally middle of the road, rebuild, use the dynasty GM tool to see where you stand. Okay. We have the contender win now ranks. We have the overall dynasty ranks. See where you are at. Yep. I'm nerd, with you there. Nerd, yep. Hashtag Garrett. 
Hashtag Garrett. I Hashtag like Garrett. <laughs> uh, let's head on over to Cincinnati and Tyler Boyd, who is currently wide receiver 13 on the season. Where's AJ Green? Not 13. <laughs> <laughs> Low, a couple zeros. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's like in the 60s, 70s. He's, he's not doing super hot. So you're saying that Tyler Boyd's scoring more points than him fantasy-wise? Hey, Somebody's take. bold predictions coming <laughs> true. <laughs> Dude, a lot of bold predictions look pretty good right now, to be honest with you. Absolutely. Yeah, go back and listen to that episode. Yep. Jerk, jerk McKenna. Jerk McKenna. <laughs> <laughs> this is my last three years. Um, I am I am buying Ooh. Tyler Boyd. So am I. I, th- I think you can get him at a reduced price. I, I don't think anyone out there is looking for you know, wide you receiver know, 13. Wide receiver 13 type of price for him. And you're talking, I think going forward, you're looking now. The only thing you have to say to worry yourself about Tyler Boyd long term is T. Higgins, right? Yep. So that's the counterpoint. Does Tyler Boyd slide into wide receiver two? Same role. But when you're looking at it, same role with Joe Burrow there. This offense is going to go where we think it can go with Joe Burrow, who he's looked so good. He's looked so good. It's a Sean McVay type of offense. They're they're easily able to, to, uh, you know, have three guys there operating in the wide receiver core that are all valuable fantasy wise. So does he, I mean, for me, he's, he's sliding almost into a Robert Woods type of role. So Robert Woods, Cooper cup. Yep. Way to go! Yeah, and that's what I was thinking of exactly. This this whole this is where I was going with like this. This offense could support two guys here, and Tyler Boyd's shown he's. If you're looking, if you're willing to like pay that price of getting a guy who's like wide receiver fifteen, year in, year out, right? Somebody yep. who's just who's like a Jarvis Landry, essentially, mm-hmm. you know, a young Jarvis Landry, essentially one of those kind of players that you can get that might with the right kind of year slip into that borderline wide receiver one until. Mm-hmm. T. Higgins steps up in his game a little bit more, which probably won't take too much longer. Here. AJ Green's not coming back to Cincinnati. No, he might He's not be coming so. back to anywhere. So, I'm buying Tyler Boyd. Depending on the price, I mean, depends how much the owner, the owner himself, loves Tyler Boyd and what sure. team you're going for. But I think at this point, right now, like if you bought Tyler Boyd for a late first, I think that's fair. I don't want to pay that price, you know. But if I can give him a player. And a second, I'd feel much better about that. Like maybe a player that can help him or a, an upside rookie. I'd rather do that move, but I'm buying Tyler Boyd. I don't want to give my first, depending on my team, if I'm win now and I need help at receiver, and that's the best I could do at receiver, I'm okay with that because I like Tyler Boyd long term yeah. dynasty value Still here. Still fairly young. Young in this offense. Does he stay there in Cincinnati? I see him as the kind of player that can work out a deal where he's not breaking the bank, making $10, $11 million a year in Cincinnati, stay there with Joe Burrow, get a deal done after they let AJ Green walk. The deal is kind of up in the air, too, so there's some risk there. But I don't think you have to pay a first for Tyler Boyd. No, they, they signed Tyler Boyd last year. So he's on a deal. Oh, they did sign Tyler yeah, Boyd. They like him. He, he He's there for the long run. I forgot he did sign that yeah, deal long term. Yeah, I have no problem paying a, a late first for uh, Tyler Boyd, which I think, which I don't think you would. Ha- Do you guys think you would have to pay a late first for Tyler Boyd right now? I think, I think I think you would. I don't think a second would get it done. Definitely. It, would. It'd have to yeah. be a second and a player. Right? Yeah, Do second and a player, a couple seconds or something. But. Do you start there? Do you offer second, like a second and maybe like, Right now, everybody needs running back help. There's a running back on your team that you don't. Daryl Henderson. Like, Daryl Henderson looked pretty good last week. He did look good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think Rich. of somebody in that range that, like, might be actually appealing. Sure. But James, like, James Robinson? David. David. David <laughs> I let it. David, so, David Johnson straight up for Tyler Boyd might get it done. I mean, if I'm, it's a true contender that's desperate for a running back and Boyd's there 
fourth receiver, which could absolutely be true on some teams. But David Johnson, a second would for sure get it done. Yep, I would do that in a heartbeat. That, that's yeah. what, so yep. mm-hmm. David Johnson, second running back like that. Um, I don't, you know, maybe Kenyon Drake straight up for a guy like Tyler Boyd. Some that's a good I, name. I'm, that's a good name. Yep. I'm thinking of like running backs here that I'd sure. be willing to flip. That's that's what I'm trying to move instead of my first. Right, yep. I'm trying to keep my first in this 21 deep class. Move him, get a guy like Tyler Boyd. But I'm buying Tyler Boyd player for player or second plus is what I'm looking at. All I'm right, buying. two more guys. Two more guys. Mike Evans, wide receiver, 19. Buy, hold, sell. Mike Evans at 19. I don't think I'm going to sell him now. He's he's way down on the list there at 19, and he's bound to have one of these crazy 40-point games or something like that's going to boost him up into that wide receiver one range. So personally, I'm definitely not selling him um, this low. So you're you're either going to hold him or – that, that number might make him a borderline buy. You know what I mean? I, he's not getting a ton of volume, which is kind of tricky. But I, I think Tom Brady is definitely skilled enough at quarterback that he's going to get him involved, especially the, you know in the red zone and stuff like that. So I think he's going to have a fairly fairly consistent day of it going forward. Um, so I, I would buy him. He's a hold for me. I, I think buy right now, some of you're still not – I mean, depending on the price tag. Like, yeah, right, right. I, I mean – if I just had to give a first and second for Mike Evans, I'd do that. That's all it costs me, but that's about as much as I'm going. I'm not giving up two firsts for Mike Evans. Uh, they still have Chris Godwin there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm more of a hold. I'm definitely not selling Mike Evans at this point, but yeah, he's a hold for me. It would depend on the situation for me. I think I think I could end up running the gamut depending on my situation. If I'm a contender and I could really use that, like you know, super super solid wide receiver too then I would love to buy Mike Evans. If I'm leaning towards being a, a rebuilding team, I think he's a guy that still has enough volume that I am worried that at some point, just the wheels could fall off. Brady could be not there anymore. He could, you know, slow down. Like, well, I, We talked about that a lot in the offseason about Mike Evans being a sell in the offseason. We right. said, hey, this is a good time this summer to sell Mike Evans. Still top 10 wide receiver name out there. Still mm-hmm. produces young right. enough, but he's got the body and skill set that will drop off the quick cliff pretty quickly so that that, that was that window there yeah so i mean if so you're yeah selling it's, it's right all now, about the situation for me is where i would be at with him i think it's where everybody is week after week three in the season like where's what's your situation and just but at the same time you don't want to sell mike evans low either like just because you're in rebuild mode i don't think, i would just wait i don't think you'd be selling him too low i mean you, he literally had two touchdowns this week now granted he also had two yards. Yeah, so that's but, that's but, argue, that, So if somebody's coming with that argument, saying, "Well, dude, I, I can't pay that price. He's only got this many yards. You know, he's wide receiver nineteen. It's like, come on, dude. You know, it's this is week three. Tom Brady, new team, COVID. Come on, two I mean, out of three games, he's only gotten two yards. He got two yards in week yeah. one, two yards in week yeah. three. Limited with the hamstring. But he's got what three or four touchdowns? Four, four. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you're talking about two first. That's like, going to be his thing. It's going to be his thing. I said I would pay the first and second. I wouldn't pay more than that. But he's a two first minimum return guy. You know what I mean? So it's like that that's where the hang up is for me. Like I'm not buying them for two first, but I would sell them. It might be it, it might be a good target of like a young receiver you like in a in a first. Like give me T but Higgins it, in but a first. But even that, man, some like those are trades like for me personally playing Dynasty, like I hate to make. Like I hate trade trading like a guy like Mike Evans for just two first. Like I'm I'm sitting there training a guy who's top twelve at his position in fantasy for just two random lucky draws at the draft. Now granted, you know, if you hit it's, it's great, but still, it's two lucky draws you're going for over a for sure thing. It's that, or you have to look at the, you have to look at what's going to be two years down the line. What if, he, what if he does fall off the cliff and you can't get anything? 
It's a big and, name and, and, and yeah, exactly. It's just him specifically is the kind of player yeah. sometimes when you're it's, it's when just talking two first, it's like I'd rather just sit on the it, it's right. been on your team forever. But like for a guy like Mike Evans, again, I'm going, I don't want your two first. I want the player that I like already, like Rhaegar in a first. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't want the two first. I want a player that I like and in first. first. It can be any rookie. Because even now you're talking Justin Jefferson, right? Like you yeah. love Justin Jefferson. It doesn't matter that he had that big game. You can get Justin Jefferson and a first from Mike Evans. Yeah. You should be able to. I think you so. Should. Tender. Yeah. So that's the move I'm making. I'm not taking like the two. I, I don't like those trades for those kind of players where I'm just taking draft picks back. Because then yeah. all the risk is my in my court. You know what I mean? Like I don't like doing that for a player that doesn't matter how good I am at scouting rookies, it's still a risk. Yep. So last guy. Last but not least, DJ Moore, wide receiver 28 currently. Bye, 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 bye. What a Justin window. Timberlake, look at yeah. you. Yeah, one more bye. Where's my dance? Shim, shim, shake. Uh, no, this is a great opportunity for my DJ Moore, 23-year-old dynamic route runner in the Joe Brady offense with Matt Rule, who has Teddy Bridgewater there in the offense. This lost Chris McCaffrey kind of struggling there. Still seeing the targets. More of it going to Robbie Anderson. But DJ Moore still the guy here. This is a tremendous buy window for DJ Moore. Uh, the only problem with that is I've seen on Twitter people are like, "Oh, this is a great buy." buy like all the dynasty analysts, most, are saying most this people, is, every, this is, everyone hits sees it. it. Yeah, everyone sees it as exactly. That. Everybody's saying this is a great buy window for DJ Moore, which makes all the DJ Moore owners going, "I'm not I'm holding. Them. I'm yeah. holding for the same cost." And you, hey, here's the advice: Don't sell. Don't be a DJ Moore seller. Don't do it. Right. Hold on to him. And that's that, that's exactly what I was going to say. This, I mean, obviously, if you have him, you're holding him. I mean, he's down. The, his market's depressed right now. But if for whatever reason you don't have him and, and the guy is interested in moving him, he's definitely a buy in my book. Well, and this is this is a situation that I love because DJ Moore is actually ninth in yards. He just doesn't have any touchdowns. I love targeting pass catchers earlier in the year that don't have any touchdowns. Another one is Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry is tight end eight right now. Doesn't have a single touchdown, but he's tight end eight. When you can target those guys that have been producing, have been getting the targets, been getting the yards, just been unlucky a couple weeks, it's a perfect time to try to pounce on those types of guys. Yeah, agree 100%. Pounce. Pounce. pounce on. Tiger. This guy being so stewed over there. Tiger Tiger King? Oh, yeah, Tiger King over there. Look at that guy. I'm never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> so we all agree, do not sell DJ Moore, but if there's any buying window whatsoever, buy. There's not many players, there's not many wide receivers in the NFL right now that I would want over DJ Moore in Dynasty Fantasy Football. Not many at all. I could probably have that list on five hands. Like the, all those players. On one <laughs> five hand. I get it. <laughs> There's 25, 25. players. Like, <laughs> total rarity. <laughs> <laughs> on the hand in a meat grinder. <laughs> oh. so, so there was a tentative Teddy comment in there. I was waiting for and, that. And I just, I, I glanced over it. So I just wanted to at least mention him. Mention it. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm worried about tentative Teddy. Hi, I'm Matt O'Hara. <laughs> so, yeah, bye, DJ Moore. Why is Matt's voice a little girl? <laughs> oh, that's why I interpreted it. Oh, okay. And we all know he's got a golden voice. I was going to say, he's got like the deepest voice out of all of us. You should hear my family try to do my voice. I sound so stupid. I don't know what I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm like, do I really sound like this? Or he's like, hey, dad. <laughs> Oh, tentative Teddy was because his name begins with a T, 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 pervert. Yeah. Anytime my sister tries to in, uh, imitate my dad, it's always a hillbilly for some reason. Like, hey, y'all. I was like, why is that a hillbilly? I don't. Just, just, hey, is dad from the South? Yep. I didn't, and I did not know Alabama. Yeah, all right. Well, that's week three. 
Going on to the Nerd episode, we'll talk a little bit about Justin Jefferson. Ooh. A little Mike Williams. Oh. Maybe a little J.J. or Sega Whiteside. No. Uh, I already made my apology. I've moved on. Hey, we all know. When you come to Dynasty, we're spinning out all this info. Can't be right all the time. But 60% of the time, it works every time. I feel like you're about 70%. Which is there we good. go. Yeah, better, hey, better than the rest. Who yeah. are the rest? Don't know. But better than them. Better than them, suckers. Be back next week, Nerd Herd. Adios. In the meantime, make sure uh, you check. <laughs> Look at you prematurely. Adios. And over Look at there. you talking over him. Go, Matt. <laughs> Adios. Let's end this thing. <laughs> Make sure you check out the, the man. Facebook page. We have 9,500 people on there talking Dynasty Fantasy Football on a daily basis. Almost 10K. Dude, you got to get the Dynasty Nerds Facebook page. It's the only way you should be using Facebook, honestly. It's the only sure. thing I use Facebook for. That and to dislike all my friends' political views. Uh, make sure you check out us on Twitter. I'm at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Matt. I'm at Dynasty Price. So I at Dynasty Nerds. Make sure you check out the Dynasty Nerds. If you haven't tried the GM tool, because you've been waiting, now's the time. Week three. See who's strong. See who's weak. It's free. The try. GoodDinosaurs.com. Sign up for the Dynasty GM. There's no like strings attached to this. So, like, there's no credit card information days. you got put in. It's literally you and you sign up and you get it for three days for free. You'll love it so Check much. It out. You'll convert. Exactly. Convert. Be a converter. There you go. What does that do in your car? Converter. Catalytic converter. Catalytic converter. Catalytic what? Exactly. Ask the Tiger King. He's all about catalytics. Do the math. Come on, meow. Catalytics. Do the math. <laughs> Adios. <laughs>